Welcome back to Water, Wind, Wine Ministry. I would like to begin speaking about the difference between being baptized with the Holy Spirit and being filled with the Holy Spirit. There are two different things. Now, John the baptizer was in the wilderness until his manifestation to Israel. If you've watched the first half of January or my Christmas message, you will see that John the baptizer was the favorite for the Messiah. Not only did not only did his parents think he would be the Messiah when they first found out they were going to have a baby, but all of Judea thought that. Now, those notions were quelched for John's parents right, right after the prophecy came that Elizabeth was going to have a baby. Because after she had the baby, then her husband, Zechariah, got his tongue freed up from being mute, and he prophesied that John was not the Messiah, but he would be the voice of one crying out in the wilderness. And if you know scripture, that is an Old Testament prophecy about the one who would prepare the way of the Lord. So they knew early on that John was not the Messiah, but no one else did. At the same time that Jesus was coming forth, we have the wise men going to Jerusalem, speaking to Herod, asking where the child was. Herod sends out mercenaries to kill John the Baptist or Jesus, whichever one wound up being the Messiah. And Jesus had already fled to Egypt the night before. And so Zechariah was still at the temple because it was his course again, and he gets murdered. And Jesus, of course, alludes to this later on in the Gospels. But what I want to talk about is what happened to John the Baptist when he was in Elizabeth's womb. One of the promises that the angel made to Elizabeth is that your son will be filled with the Holy Spirit from the womb. That is actually in Luke, and it's in Luke chapter 1, and it is in verse 15. It says, he will be filled with the Holy Spirit even from his mother's womb. Now, the question has arisen, why could not John the Baptist tell that Jesus Christ was the Messiah when John the Baptist was in prison? And I have presented the case that one reason that John the Baptist did not know for sure that Jesus Christ was the Messiah, even after he himself called Jesus Christ the Messiah, is because John the Baptist was not baptized with the Holy Spirit. And it sounds very contradictory considering the verse that I just read that said from the angel that he would be filled with the Holy Spirit from his mother's womb. It sounds like I am contradicting scripture by saying that John the Baptist was not baptized with the Holy Spirit. That can be very confusing. So this is the discussion I wish to have tonight. John the Baptist was filled with the Holy Spirit from his mother's womb. One of the ways that we know this, and you can look throughout scripture and verify this, is that as soon as Mary comes into the house when Elizabeth is pregnant, the babe, John the Baptist, leaps in her womb, and Elizabeth starts to prophesy to Mary. 
Now, that's very significant because of some of the things that Elizabeth says to Mary. She says, it says that Mary went to Elizabeth in those days. This is right after she got pregnant by the Holy Spirit. Now, please remember that Mary was probably very young, probably less than 15 years old. We didn't have sonograms. We didn't have um, Facebook. We didn't have pregnancy tests. She was going on faith that she was pregnant, and she certainly was not showing. So when she goes to her cousin's house, Elizabeth's house, in the hill country of Judea, and she sees Elizabeth, Elizabeth greets her and says, she says, the babe leaped in her womb, and Elizabeth was filled with the Holy Spirit. Then she spoke with a loud voice and said, Blessed are you among women, and blessed is the fruit of your womb. Elizabeth had no way of knowing that Mary was pregnant at the time. Had no way of knowing that. That was given to her by the Holy Spirit with whom she was filled, because John was in her womb, and he was filled with the Holy Spirit in the womb. So the point I'm making, and this is what you can verify in Scripture, is that when somebody is filled with the Holy Spirit, immediately, within five verses, immediately they begin to speak. And what do they begin to speak? They begin to speak prophecy. Every time in Scripture somebody is filled with the Holy Spirit, they speak prophecy, period. And this is really important because, number one, the word filled in Luke also, in Ephesians 5, verse 18, where we are commanded as Christians to be filled with the Holy Spirit, they're the same word. And they're a Greek word that means to be filled up to the point of speaking. So that you are so full of some idea, some notion, some understanding, you're so influenced by it that you speak. That's what the word filled means. It means it in Luke, and it also means it in Ephesians. So we see that Elizabeth was filled with the Holy Spirit. She was moved to the point of speaking out. And John, when he came out of the wilderness, out of that time protecting his own life from those who would kill him, from Herod and his mercenaries, when John the Baptist was called out of the wilderness and brought into Jerusalem to the Jordan to baptize because he had to prepare the way of Jesus Christ, he began to speak. Now these, you have to think about this in the way that it happened. John the Baptist was never around these people. Even himself, in John chapter 1, says that he never knew Jesus. Now Jesus was his cousin and he did not know him. Excuse me. In John chapter 1, verse 31, John the Baptist says, I did not know him, but that he should be revealed to Israel, therefore I came baptizing with water. And then again, in verse 33, John the baptizer says, I did not know him. John the Baptist did not know who Jesus was. Likewise, John the Baptist did not know anybody in Jerusalem. He didn't know anybody in that area because he had been in the wilderness his entire life. And he was over 30 years old. Jesus started his ministry when he was about 30. That word about is actually a Hebrew word that means almost but not quite 30. But John the Baptist was six months older. So 30 years John the Baptist spent, 28 actually, spent in the wilderness not knowing anyone. So for him 
to go to, to Jerusalem, to go to the Jordan and to start baptizing people, how did he know who the brood of vipers were? John the Baptist, when everybody starts coming to him to be baptized by him in the Jordan, he says, brood of vipers, who warned you to flee from the wrath that is to come? And everybody's thinking about who the John the Baptist is. They all think he's the Messiah. They're pondering in his heart, the Bible says, that he, they think he's the Messiah. And then he says to them, very well, bear fruits worthy of repentance. And people start coming to him and saying, well, what are these fruits? What do we have to do? And he says to the tax collector, don't collect more than is owed. And to the soldiers, to be content with, with what you make. Because soldiers didn't make very much. And when they want to go to war, or they want to be violent, so that they could get the spoils of war, or they could just steal stuff from people. So how did John the Baptist know that? The man didn't even have proper clothing. He was in camel's hair. He ate locusts and wild honey. Grasshoppers and wild honey. The only way he knew that is by the revelation of the Holy Spirit. And revelation from the Holy Spirit is given when someone is filled with the Holy Spirit. So, there is this debate in the body of Christ between people who believe in the baptism with the Holy Spirit and just being saved. And there has long been an argument that people who do not believe in the baptism of the Holy Spirit have made. That they too have the Spirit of God. That Jesus Christ is indwelling them. And is it so? Yes, indeed it is so. He isn't living in them. Because Jesus Christ did not say, I will only make my home with those who believe in the baptism of the Holy Spirit. We find this later on in Scripture. In Acts, when we have some people who have the baptism of repentance, or what we will call without being baptized with the Holy Spirit. They're only baptized in water. They've only repented. They're only getting, and I don't say only lightly, but they're only getting saved, we have those people being spoken to by Paul and by other disciples, and they get them baptized in the Holy Spirit. But what they don't do is say, you cannot have a relationship with God and you cannot get to heaven if you are not baptized in the Holy Spirit, because that's not the truth. You can get to heaven without being baptized with the Holy Spirit. But when you are saved... You are filled with the Holy Spirit. So, what's the difference between being baptized with the Holy Spirit and being filled with the Holy Spirit, and why is it important in John the Baptist's life? In Ephesians 5, verse 18, we are instructed as Christians to be being filled with the Holy Spirit. And that word, as I've said, means to be filled up so much that we begin to preach. To be filled so much with the Spirit of God that we begin to speak out. Why? Because it is by speech that things are created. Death and life are in the power of the tongue. And those that love it shall eat the fruit thereof. Right? God did not create if he didn't say. So when you are filled with the Holy Spirit, you are provoked to preach the word of God. So this is exactly what we see in Christian life. We see people who are saved preaching. But we also see people who are saved and preaching, and they have no power at all. 
These are the people who cannot get you healed, who cannot tell you how to get rid of a demon, who cannot anything. They can't get money. They're, they, they don't believe in the manifestation of the gift of the Holy Spirit in the same way that the charismatic movement does. In the people who believe with the baptism of the Holy Spirit is different and what it is. Those people, they're different than people who don't believe in it. People who believe that healing stopped and signs and wonders stopped, but they still preach. Why do they preach? Because they are filled with the Holy Spirit, even as John was filled with the Holy Spirit. The Greek word literally means to be filled to the point that you speak out, that you preach out. So, I want you to think about Jesus for a moment. And I want you to think about his death on the cross, his resurrection, and any other miracle that you can think of that Jesus performed. Any one of them. Doesn't matter. Walking on water, water into wine, bread from multitudes, doesn't matter. Think of any of those. And think about the people that were around him when he did all of those things. You thinking about the disciples? You thinking about all the things they saw? All of those things. And then, and then they see him rise from the dead. Or they, excuse me, they don't see him actually rise. They see him after he's risen from the dead. And right before he goes into heaven, he says something. He makes an allusion to something John the Baptist said in both Luke and John. John the Baptist said in both instances that Jesus Christ was coming and that he would baptize with the Holy Spirit. In the episode of Luke, he said, and with fire. But in both episodes, he said, he is coming and he will baptize you, baptize you with the Holy Spirit. He did not say he will fill you with the Holy Spirit. He said he will baptize you with the Holy Spirit. First of all, why didn't he say he will fill you with the Holy Spirit if Jesus was in fact going to fill you with the Holy Spirit? The reason for that is because Jesus and the Spirit are one, and when you become saved, the Bible says that Jesus makes his abode with you. He comes and lives on the inside of you. It is no longer you who live, but Christ who lives in you. All of your old things have passed away, and you are a new creation. Jesus Christ is living in you. The Holy Spirit is living in you. So that would have been redundant and unnecessary. But John said that Jesus Christ would baptize us with the Holy Spirit. So when Jesus is standing before the disciples, after he's resurrected, just before he is received up into heaven in Acts chapter 1, I'm going to turn there right now, as soon as my Bible works. You have heard from me, for John truly baptized with water. But you shall be baptized with the Holy Spirit not many days from now. And then further down in verse 7, he says, excuse me, in verse 8, he says, but you shall receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you, and you shall be witnesses to me in Jerusalem and in Judea and in Samaria and to the ends of the earth. He told them not to depart Jerusalem, he said, command, he commanded them not to depart Jerusalem, that's in verse 4, but to wait for the promise of the Lord. And then the promise of the Lord is the baptism of the Holy Spirit. 
Jesus did not say that the promise of the Lord was to be filled with the Holy Spirit, but to be baptized with the Holy Spirit. The word baptized is a Greek word, baptizo, and it means to be fully immersed in. And he said, when you are fully immersed in the Holy Spirit, you will have power. Dunamis. The word power right there is dunamis, and it means the ability to manifest miracles. So what we have is we have John the baptizer who is filled with the Holy Spirit, who is so full of the Holy Spirit that it comes up, it rumbles up from inside of him like a river of living water and out it flows from his mouth and he speaks the word. And that is what filling with the Holy Spirit will do for you. And that is why so many people have gone out completely provoked and evangelized and they've had no power. Because they don't believe that the baptism of the Holy Spirit and the filling of the Holy Spirit are two different things. They believe they're the same thing. And very clearly, the disciples who saw Jesus walk on the water, who saw him turn water into wine, who saw him feed multitudes from almost nothing, could not leave Jerusalem even though they had a better witness than any of us. Eyewitness. They saw more than most of us have seen. In fact, I would venture to say than all of us have seen, probably put together. And yet Jesus said, do not preach. Why? Because when you preach without being baptized with the Holy Spirit, you have no power to back up what you're saying. None. You have no ability to cause what you're saying to be true in the lives of those to whom you are saying it at all. When you preach to somebody, you say, you really should look into Jesus, you really should give your life to Jesus and let him be your Lord, and he has all these promises laid out for us. I'll just give you one example. In Psalm 103, he says, do not forget the blessings of the Lord, who has forgiven all your sin, who heals all your diseases, who saves your life from destruction. All of these promises. If you have somebody who's filled with the Holy Spirit but has no power, they say these things, and then the person who they're saying them to gets very excited. And they say, that's what I need in my life. How do I get that? And they say, ask the government. Get a job. Make the right decisions. Immediately, they take Jesus out of the equation, and they say, look to man. Why? Because they have no power. And this... I know it doesn't make sense yet, but I'm about to draw the line. This is why John the Baptizer did not know who Jesus was when John the Baptizer was put into prison. Because one of the things that the Holy Spirit does when you are baptized with the Holy Spirit is that he is the one who brings to your remembrance anything Jesus said to you, anything the Word of God said to you. You'll notice that there is a substantial difference between a charismatic pastor and a non-charismatic pastor. And that substantial difference is as follows. A non-charismatic pastor, by and large, the majority of them, take notes, have to write down all their scriptures, cannot remember anything. But a not, but a charismatic, excuse me, but a charismatic preacher doesn't do that. And the reason they don't do that is because they don't have to. Because they are so baptized with the Holy Spirit and they are reminded 
of what Jesus said, what the Word of God says, that it just comes up into their mind, into their natural mind. And that is one of the pieces of the ministry of the Holy Spirit. And if you don't believe that the Holy Spirit brings back to your remembrance things that Jesus said to you, then of course you will have to write them down. Because if you get in front of a bunch of people, you're going to forget everything that you want to say. But if you have somebody in your heart, in your mind, telling you this is where it is, this is what you should say next, then you don't have to write it down. Because you are led by, endued with power from on high to bring those things to bear in that moment. That is why John the Baptizer couldn't remember who Jesus was when he was in prison. Because he had no power to manifest the remembrance. He had no power. Not that he, could, he chose against it. He did not choose against it. Not really. To be fair, John the Baptist was murdered by Herod prior to Jesus' death on the cross, resurrection, and therefore outpouring of the Holy Spirit. But it is my personal opinion that had John the Baptist himself followed Jesus, through whom came grace and truth, then he would have been more measured in his speech toward Herod and not given Herod an opportunity to take his head. My opinion, not a hill to die on, just my opinion. That John the Baptist could have been one of the best witnesses even more than he was had he not done that. Jesus in Christ, Jesus in Christ, Jesus Christ himself said that John the Baptist was the greatest person born among women. And everybody except for Adam was born from a woman. Everybody except for Adam. So John the Baptist was the greatest. We don't think about him like that. We think Moses, we think Elijah, people with lots of power, we think they're the greatest. But John the Baptist was the greatest, according to Jesus. And the least in the kingdom of heaven is greater than John the Baptist. Jesus Christ said that. Why did he say that? Because John the Baptist had no power to manifest. To no power to manifest the word of God. And incidentally, if you are watching this, and you are in the same dispensation of grace that I am while I'm making this video, and you happen to find people like Elijah, or like Moses, more attractive to you in your heart than, say, John the Baptist, I would venture a guess that it is because, precisely because, the will of the Lord for this dispensation is to manifest power. And those people that I have just mentioned, in contrast to John the Baptist, manifest power. And there is something on the inside of us as Christians, there is something that pulls us. And that something is the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit that's trying to get a hold of us to manifest power. And that is why we admire people who manifested power more than we do those people who just spoke about power. I hope you've enjoyed this session. Remember that I love you and that Jesus loves you.